0: Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. You can also visit our website at hitthatline.com for great content, streaming all of our shows, as well as interviews, podcasts, videos, articles, whatever it does that you need to deal with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. College football rankings have been released. We'll talk a little bit about that as well as get into some fun things dealing with Halloween and also the scariest thing for Razorback fans that you can possibly fathom we'll get into all of that and a lot more but with college football in full swing you have this weekend to kind of kick back and relax and you don't have to worry about the Razorbacks playing and since you don't have to worry about the Razorbacks playing you might as well watch all the college football you can and you can do so with Sling TV it is the best way to watch college football for $30 a month to get ESPN networks as well as the Pac-12 network the SEC network and so much more stream on your big screen or all your favorite mobile devices whatever it takes you can watch it it's the TV. you love only better no useless channels no long-term contracts no hidden fees and you can cancel at any time sign up for sling tv and get a seven-day free trial locked on listeners here's your deal You get this free seven-day trial. You have to go to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on for your seven-day free trial. Give it a try. Tell me what you think. I guarantee you, you will not regret it, especially coming this weekend in college football. Again, that's sling.com slash locked on. So Halloween, depending on when you're listening to this podcast, occurred today. And if you're listening to this on November 1st, then you probably had an enjoyable Halloween. At least I hope you did. A very safe and enjoyable Halloween. And we're in a bye week for the Arkansas Razorbacks, So now is kind of the times that I use in my podcast as well as in my uh, radio show to kind of reflect on everything. And really just take a breather from all the fast moving parts of college football, dealing with the Razorbacks, and just look at the grand scheme of things. And since it's fitting for Halloween, I wanted to look at the things that scare me the most about the Arkansas Razorback football team. The things that may haunt people the most. The most haunting things, if you will. I'm just trying to make it look thematic, okay? Just leave me alone, all right? This is going to work. We're going to make this all work. But it's been a rough year for Arkansas, no doubt. And they're looking at a Two and ten season, the first 10 loss season in their history. It, It could very well be that way. And in that case, this year. And Razorback fans are upset, rightfully so. Razorback fans are feeling helpless, hopeless. They don't really know where to turn. And yesterday was more of my positive podcast. Maybe I'm turning to the negative side, but I'm just going off of what I see and what I feel and how I feel about the Razorback situation. The scariest thing for the Razorbacks is to lose hope. You as a fan, I mean. For you to no longer care about the Razorbacks. Now, I'm not accusing any of you listening to this podcast of that at all. In fact, I hope and pray that you always care about the Razorbacks because when you care about the Razorbacks, you care about things like this podcast and you'll continue to listen to the podcast and listen to the radio show and all of that. But it's amazing just how many fans are still sticking it out thick and thin with the Razorbacks this year. I applaud you. It's not easy. It's not easy to look at it every single Saturday and know you're going to be disappointed. It's not fun either. But you do it because you care. And you do it because you care so strongly about the Razorbacks that it's almost a part of your life. Maybe in the ranking of priorities, it's not the top three or top five. But if you look at your own life, you know that the Razorbacks have a special place in, in your heart and on your mind and in your everyday life because you care and any time in your life where something starts to suck the caringness of it all begins to dwindle and that can be something as important as your marriage as your family as your friends as your job uh, anything if it's, if the quality of it starts to dwindle If it no longer becomes fun or exciting or feeling like it's worth the battle that you got to put into it, odds are it's going to be able to cause a problem for you, cause a problem for those around you. And it's hard to dig yourself up out of the ditch once you're to that point. And that's the scariest thing for Razorback fans. To feel that at some point in time, this hit rock bottom for you. And hit rock bottom for this program but yet you don't really know if you're going to be able to dig yourself out of it. You hope, you wish, you pray, but you don't know. Chad Morris doesn't even know. No, I think he's doing a lot of things to try to remedy the issues. Getting new players in, better players, trying to change the culture and all that good stuff that we've talked about so many times. But the scariest thing is, is giving up that hope because once you give up the hope you give up your fanhood you give up caring 100 and that's the last thing that you want to do and that this Razorback team wants you to do and this Razorback program wants you to do what used to be such a proud strong sensational football program has now trying to find itself where it was established for so long under Frank Brolls when he was the athletic director and when you went through different coaches and all of that it was established that way and it carried over once Frank Brolls stepped down into Bobby Petrino I know that he was the head coach and Frank Brolls was the AV but you felt like it was continuing on the legacy that Frank left behind where it's always about winning 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 And then we all know what happened with Bobby Petrino, and we all know what happened with Brett Bielma, and we all know that it happened where winning was no longer priority number one to certain individuals and certain administrators at campus. It wasn't priority number one. And to have a successful football program, it has to be number one. Not only on the administration's minds, but in the coaches' minds, and in you, the fans' minds. Winning has to be number one all the time. And some of you are starting to lose sight of that and starting to not care anymore. I get tweets all the time of when I put out any type of news articles or any thoughts on the Razorback team or times of the game. And I get people responding with, no one cares. Well, I don't believe that. I believe there are some people that care. But there are some people that are starting to lose interest. And you can't have that. And it's a simple fix, at least on paper. All you got to do is win. But even winning is going to take time. I think the trust that Razorback fans have had for this athletic program has been shaken to its core. I think that's evident in the attendance numbers. I think that's evident among the excitement. And it's amazing how when the Razorbacks aren't any good, how it affects everyone's lives personally. Just think about my job with radio. Advertisers love football season because they know that's the most exciting time of the year. And that's when our ads on our radio show are at its highest, is during football season. But when the team sucks, nobody's really that excited and no advertisers are going to be willing to spend money on as many ads if they feel like there's not enough excitement around the program for people to listen in. And that's just my example. The economy and the effects that it has is insane but rightfully so and when all of that goes downhill you don't really know where to turn you don't know where to care you don't know how to fix it and you don't really know how it's ever, when it's going to ever get out of its own way if you will but i like i like what the fans have done this season i do fans you should be pissed because when you're pissed that means you care Fans, you should be calling into radio shows. You should be tweeting at media members. You should be all upset, all up in arms, taken to the message boards, taken to Facebook, whatever it is, social media, talking with your friends, just how mad you are and how this will not be tolerated because it shows you care. It shows you have the passion that you always will have. And you can't ever lose that. That's the scariest thing that could end up happening to this program losing sight of the most important thing winning and when winning's not there you can't just shrug your shoulders and say well it was fun while it lasted now let's find something else to do let's find some other team to root for can't have that but people have to do their part i feel good about the future i feel good about chad morris He's not been perfect, but he's yet to show me any reason of why I can't trust him and can't believe him that he's going to get the job done, at least at a fairly high level. Now it just comes down to taking it to that next step, getting the fans excited again. And once that happens, it all changes. All changes for you, changes for the team, changes for the economy here in the state of Arkansas. And it's just amazing to me how much of an impact it has on all of us sometimes directly sometimes indirectly but since it's Halloween since it's about to be November 1st and since it's about to be the end of the football season of a terrible football season going to the offseason paying attention still caring still keeping up with recruiting with signing day getting excited for spring football looking forward to SEC media days and getting pumped for the next season. Continue to do that. Don't ever lose your spark and your passion. Because, again, once you do, I don't know if you'll ever get it back. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All moving on into the next segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast, I want to get in a little bit to the college football playoff, where they came out with their first ranking. I know everyone's excited about that, right? Right? Of course you are, because we all love college football. But before we get into that, we're all, all about some vivid seats on this podcast. You know why? Because we love watching our favorite concert, our favorite team. We like to be there in person. And with vivid seats, you can make that happen For a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events that you want to go to. And you can sort it by price or look for the seats in section and row of your choice. To make things even better, even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Just go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app, enter promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid seats make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let vivid seats get to your favorite live event so the college football playoff rankings have been released how exciting right sure i guess but i will say that the sec is very well represented in the rankings and they go as follows if the playoff were to start today your teams would be alabama number one shocking i know hold on to your pearls number two is Clemson number three LSU wow and number four Notre Dame so you have three undefeated teams Alabama Clemson and Notre Dame and then LSU with the one loss now everyone's freaking out about it because here's here's the thing Michigan's at number five and then Georgia's number six three SEC teams in the top six everyone's freaking out about LSU being ahead of Notre Dame well guess what folks if Alabama beats LSU they're gone they're out of there they're out of the mix you don't have to worry about it And if LSU beats Bama, Bama's out of the top four. Right or wrong, it's the facts. They will be out of the top four. So it will take care of itself. Now, you Michigan fans who don't think that LSU deserves to be there, just think if LSU wins that one, you can sneak right in into the college football playoff in the top four. But wait a minute. Why is Georgia ahead of Oklahoma? That doesn't seem right. How can that be? Well, guess what? Georgia If they beat Kentucky this weekend, we'll go to the SEC championship and probably play Alabama or LSU. And if they win that game, they're in. And if they don't, they're not. Simple as that. Same thing with Kentucky. They're at number nine. So, yeah, I mean, you have four of the top ten teams in the college football playoff rankings from the SEC, and two of those teams are probably going to get taken care of this weekend as far as having a chance at the college football playoff. Now, Washington State is at number eight at 7 and 1. Ohio State's at 7 and 1 and they're at 10. Florida is at number 11 at 6 and 2. A little shocking to me. I Understand their two losses were to Kentucky and Georgia. So there's no shame in that, but still my goodness, that that's pretty high. And then Central Florida, the undefeated team at 7 and 0. Is that number 12? I mean, they're, they're never going to get there. I'm, I'm done trying to politic for them. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just going to go on deaf ears. It doesn't matter. So we're not even going to discuss Central Florida since they won't have a chance no matter what they do. They could blow out opponents by 50 points and they still won't get in. But either way, that's neither here nor there. I like, I like this rankings, and I think that they got it right because LSU's lone loss is to Florida on the road in a close game. That's their only loss and they've had some great quality wins like i know miami's not as good as it once looked but it was still a solid win there early beating georgia of course was a huge win for them so they look good doing that they beat auburn the way they did and now they have a chance in this weekend against lsu or against alabama to see if they're as good as what people advertised or not so that's going to be the key either way though i I like the rankings i feel like again they got it right it's just interesting because so many people get up in arms about this stuff they get so upset about the things that go on with these rankings and i don't understand why listen folks it'll work itself out the numbers will work itself out as nolan richardson always used to say if you're if you're notre dame and you don't like where you're at number four you win out you're in you're fine michigan if you don't like where you're at you win out you win you're fine georgia If you win out, you're in, you're fine. Oklahoma, you win out, you're in, you're fine. All of these things will take care of itself. You just take care of what you can do. You have to win out. If you win out, then you won't have a problem. Now, I don't know about Washington State on if they win out. I know they're sitting at eight, and they're they're seven and one. If they win out, they're probably the only one that uh, still may not have a great chance at it. But all these other teams that are right there in the mix, stop worrying, stop freaking out, stop trying to make things into a bigger deal than what it really is just enjoy the ride relax a little bit and just have fun with it i think it's going to be a great matchup it's going to be some great games this weekend especially because it's funny you have texas a&m and auburn which is like the third best sec game going on this weekend and that's still a really good game so i'm looking forward to that matchup looking forward to a lot of these matchups and looking forward to all the craziness that comes with the college football playoff rankings but as far as the first one goes because that's what this is it's just the first rankings i believe that they got it all right You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on into the final segment of the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Since it is Halloween, a lot of people are into scary movies and uh, watching that, because that's the thing with holidays. We tried to assort and and make into a bigger deal with food with holidays, because that's what Americans do with food and with media. And movies go along with certain holidays. You have Christmas movies that you'll always watch. You have 4th of July movies and patriotic movies that you'll always watch. You got Valentine's Day movies that you'll watch. I don't really think there's a lot of Thanksgiving movies, but anyways, you have Halloween movies, and normally it's just scary movies. I don't like scary movies, as you, as I've mentioned before. I'm not a big fan of them. However, when people are getting after me about this on Twitter, I just wanted to clarify that I, there are certain scary movies that I like. I do like The Shining, for instance. I think that's a great scary movie, but not all Halloween movies to me have to be scary movies. For instance, don't judge, but I like The hocus pocus movies yeah that's right i said it i like the hocus pocus movies you know that movie that came out like in 1993 that had Bette midler in it and there were these three witches that you know you know what i'm talking about anyways that movie came out when i was a kid and you know kids these days you're not going to realize just how difficult it was having to wait until that movie was available at blockbuster to go and rent around halloween time i mean it was dadgum near impossible to try to figure that one out but that was a movie that I always will relate to Halloween. And that one, as well as The Nightmare Before Christmas, was another. I, I mean, that's the thing. Is people try to classify it as both a Christmas movie and Halloween. No, no, no. It's Halloween. It's creepy enough to be a Halloween movie. So I watched that one. And that one's been on TV. Of course, that one's the claymation, kind of a, a creepy setup. But it was a great movie. A great movie that I watched and that I enjoyed. So my thing was, is like I just I don't mind Halloween movies. I just don't care for scary movies. There are some good Halloween movies out there. There are some movies that I will watch, and I'll be like, ah, this is nostalgic because that's it's mainly kids' movies. Halloween's more about kids anyways. I know adults go into parties and dress up, but if you have a kid, you know that it's more fun for you to get to see your kid and how excited they are to dress up as who they want to dress up as. To go out and trick-or-treat and get candy and just enjoy themselves a little bit. That's what it's all about. It's about the kids. It's not about the adults. It's not about scary movies. It's about the children. Just like Christmas is just, well, I guess Christmas and Halloween are the only ones really about the kids. But you get my point. You make it about the kids. They're the ones that need to enjoy themselves. They're the ones that you need to make sure that you get all the fun out of. And they're the ones that need to enjoy it the most. Make sure that is always the most important thing. That is for sure. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors. And we will keep it going from there for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Have a great night, everybody. We will see you then.